On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to stop self-sabotaging yourself and give you some helpful tips that actually work. We all face challenges, crucibles in life that make us or break us, and our health is often the biggest crucible we will face. This podcast is designed to help you achieve your health goals through simple, strategic, and proven methods. In every episode, we'll learn about how to overcome your health crucibles and live your best life. Hello, everybody. It's Mary Lee Anan coming to you live from the Diva Den Studios here in Brentwood, Tennessee for my podcast, Crucible. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to stop self-sabotaging yourself with the following three points. What is that self-sabotage? Identifying it. And three, I'll give you five suggestions to self-stop sabotaging yourself and my information today is taken from betterup.com and dr a's um habits of health book so if you're listening to this podcast chances are it's for one of two reasons either you have a sneaking suspicion that you're getting close to either getting in your own way or you've someone's pointed it out that you're getting in your own way and or your behavior is and you know and you don't particularly like that so no one wants to admit that they self-sabotage themselves and we all do it to some degree everyone has done things that have taken them out of step or out of step with your goals and things that you're trying to achieve or better yourself with your behavior um and that's okay when you're aware of it it's truly totally fine when you're not aware of your self-sabotaging behaviors life can seem impossible it may seem like you're never going to achieve your goals or you're never going to have the life that you want to have. And number one, it, the first, my first point is what is self-sabotage? And just straight from the dictionary, self-sabotage is when people do or don't do things that block their success or prevent them from accomplishing their goals. It can happen consciously or unconsciously. Self-sabotaging behaviors can affect your personal and professional success as well as your mental health, which is probably the most important thing you need. And I have found in my own life that I have done this and I've recognized that I've done this and I've, I've recognized that I usually do it before big events. Um, in my former life as a vocal music teacher, it'd be before big concerts, before um, state competitions, um, and before national champ, you know, competitions. And I learned early on in my career that um, if my administrators saw me bringing home a trophy or the other staff members, the other coaches saw a big, huge trophy in the office, then they'd ask me about my program. They maybe didn't necessarily get what I was doing or they didn't know anything about music, but medals and trophies spoke volumes to them. And so I learned, okay, this is, this is my language, you know, to basically get them to support my department, you know, and you want to be seen as a winning coach, a winning teacher, a winning department, you know, and, um, unfortunately that relevance of your teaching skill is not just solely dependent upon a trophy or a medal or whatever. And the same thing if you as a person, you know, it's really truly dependent upon all the things that you do within your program. Um, but all of a sudden I would find out those people start supporting me, their kids that sign up for my class. It was, you know, I was always um, 
an optional class. So I was always recruiting and trying to get kids, you know, to believe in themselves, um, teach them how to sing, you know, and then conquer. And I was more concerned about um, not self-sabotaging because I wanted my students to win. They would set their goals and that's what I wanted for them. And we did, and we were able to win eight champ national championships, which I brought put my little trophy here. <laughs> Um, in the last 10 years that I was, you know, teaching professionally and um, with my show choirs, this was, these were the show choir trophies um, and the state trophies were always for my choirs. But as a health coach, you know, I, I started to realize I was self-sabotaging myself as well. And I do it before events like, oh, we're going to all show up in Cabo for this, you know, trip that I qualified for. And we're going to be at a resort for five days. So you've got to look your best in your swimsuit. You know, you've got to look your best in your dress up clothes, you know, whatever. Um, and I would find that I was just literally working towards that goal and a number on the scale. And I wasn't trying to change my behavior or my mindset that was leading to me self-sabotaging me. So how do you identify self-sabotage? Although we usually talk about self-sabotaging behavior, as I mentioned, it's also possible to have self-sabotaging mindsets and patterns or habits. Becoming aware of what causes self-sabotage is the key to breaking those patterns and habits. We get dopamine, you know, a boost in dopamine when we set goals, but when it's time to complete them, sometimes the fear of failure triggers avoidant behavior. And in order to avoid the threat, we subconsciously start to shy away from our goals. Self-sabotaging happens when there's a mismatch between our values and our behavior. It's most likely when we have to either do something that doesn't align with what we really want to do, or conversely, it might be something that we know we want to do and we do all the behaviors that are completely opposite that don't help us get there, like overeating, binging. This is what my, my clients tell me, not believing in themselves, not believing they can hit their goal. Um, and I've learned in both professions that I have to change my behavior and I've got to develop a greater self-awareness and thank God for therapy because that has really helped me personally, you know, to heal over those scars in my life of things that have happened to me as a kid or whatever that triggered, you know, this whole set of behaviors. So sometimes the symptoms though of self-sabotage are a little more subtle refusing to ask for help, um, controlling or micromanaging behavior, um, picking fights or starting conflicts with colleagues and loved ones, setting goals that are either way too high or way too low, avoiding and withdrawing from others, making excuses and shifting blame to other things. I can't exercise today because it's, you know, crappy weather outside, or I don't want to go to the gym, you know, yada, yada. Um, undermining your goals and values, and food addiction often sometimes turns into a substance abuse, overspending or overdoing it, overexercising in other ways. So constantly seeking approval is another subtle one and reluctance to speak up for yourself and truly just believe in yourself that your voice needs to be heard. So when we're not aware of the negative thought patterns and how they affect our behavior, self-sabotage can run our daily lives. And that is frightening. We might feel hopeless about the future or achieving our goals. We may think that there's something wrong with us and that we're just not capable of success. So here are some suggestions to help you stop self-sabotaging yourself. 
One, develop self-awareness. What does that look like for you? Do you wait until the last minute to start projects? Do you procrastinate? Do you pick fight with others? Do you want to run away from challenge? challenges? Do you avoid people? Do you avoid behaviors? Do you avoid groups? Do you avoid, you know, whatever, taking a nap, you know, do a self inventory and ask yourself, I want to achieve this goal, but I keep doing this behavior. And once you've identified the goal and the behavior that's blocking it, then you can start to understand the negative behavior and what it's actually telling you. It's usually anxiety or fear of failing that blocks me personally. And I have to let go of that perfectionism and being a performer and being a musician, it is all about perfectionism and the nitty gritty little details. But I've had to shed that and I have to get rid of all or nothing thinking. I can't just be all in on my health or do nothing. You know, that, that just gets me nowhere. Second of all, write it out, start a journal. Um, these are my, I'm going to show you my personal examples. And this is my prayer journal that I use to write down both the things that are great. Thank you, Lord, for all of the, my gratitude, you know, gratitude journal and Lord help me to accomplish yada, 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 you know, please be with my family, you know, and I keep track of those. And it's amazing because as I achieve, you know, those goals, I go back and I look at like, oh my gosh, God has answered literally pages and pages and pages of things that I've written out. So as you continue to write them out, your goals, you start to notice, you know, yourself complaining sometimes about the same things. And that's when you need to share your thoughts with your health coach or your therapist. And, you know, I can help you overcome those. My therapist help, has helped me and so is my health coach. So create a plan and do it. And these are my goals. When I pinpoint the behavioral patterns that I want to break, I create a plan for how I want to address them. And my goals, and this is straight off of my vanity in my bathroom, you know, are, I don't want, I want to focus on eating healthy daily. I have to look at them. I'm sorry. Um, I have great blood work and cholesterol results because that was the tipping point for me. And I have heart health issues on both sides of my family and to love myself, you know, with the yuck, and all that there is there, you know, going on and for to give it up to God and therefore my, my journal. And I also have a great devotional that I use made to crave. This is by Lisa Turkhurst, super short, but it always is scripturally based and has helped me a ton. And then my accountability, I weigh in at my OBGYN's office. And these are the little slips that they give me. And it tells me, um, I have to, cheat and look at this and it's all based on my age and my height um so my bmi my bmr uh, my impedance my fat percentage my fat mass in pounds and that's frightening to see written out um my total body water and and then it tells you here's the desirable eight range that you should be in you know and then i can go from there but just having to step on that scale in front of somebody else greatly holds me accountable. And that's one of the things I encourage, you know, my clients to do as well. But the main thing is create the plan, but implement it, do it. Those are the things that help me as well as my affirmations, which here they are, they're all beat up there <laughs> and they're right by my vanity. So they're all waterlogged and there's hairspray on them. <laughs> and, but it helps. And I, I know that when I look at my goals, then it's like I can reach X by doing the following, 
you know, and that is truly what has kept my sanity and my, um, my mental health in a positive place. Um, but don't procrastinate because that is usually a sign of somebody that's, you know, struggling with self-sabotage. Um, it's a cornerstone of self de self defeating behaviors. So once you start to take action, you build momentum towards your goal. There again, journal it down. That helps you to go on to your next goal, helps create self-worth. You know, once again, I talk to my therapist and talk to my health coach. So DM me because I can help you as a health coach. So number four is practice mindfulness. And I've talked a lot about mindset on this, you know, on my podcast. Um, but it is so, so true because everything starts truly in your mind. And if you have self-defeating behavior patterns that are painful to break, you know, um, there's coping mechanisms to help you deal with that with past traumas. That's what I found out in my um, therapy. Um, or they may have prevented you from achieving your goals, you know, that meant a lot to you. So once you start to unpack all of this stuff, you start to see the impact of those patterns on your professional life, your personal life, and your romantic relationships. You know, I just make sure that all of that is in line, is in alignment, especially with my husband, who means the world to me, and my, my children, who are my anchor, and my grandchildren, who are my anchors, you know, um, so <laughs> that works for me. Um, it's important to sit, you know, and just sit and feel, you know, what, it, what are these difficult feelings and be gentle to yourself as they come up. The practical or practicing mindful breathing and meditation is a great idea. Not only can it help you develop self-compassion, but it can help you break down the patterns faster. So I used to do breathing exercises every day and I do them in every single choir. So I do them, you know, anywhere from four to seven times a day doing these breathing patterns. And honestly, I would feel re-energized after doing them. And it could be, you know, one in the afternoon, right after lunch, you know, three in the afternoon. Oh my gosh, I've still got, you know, 35 minutes to go. Um, but it truly does help to breathe from your diaphragm and get that, you know, uh, diaphragmatic breathing going. Um, but I also use an Eric Brown's app that is called literally Stop Self-Sabotage. And it's, it, it's extremely mindful as well and has given me a lot of, you know, success in that way. And the fifth thing you can do is communicate. And in some ways, that sounds super simple, but it's usually the most complicated because nobody wants to paradoxically, you know, you don't, as if you're self-sabotaging yourself, you don't want to draw attention to yourself, but you do need to draw attention to your insecurities or just telling people, you know, what it is that you're afraid of, um, you know, may feel like you're jumping out of the pan into the fire, you know, um, communicating even for a little bit can have several benefits. For one, voicing a fear often makes it seem less frightening. And for another, sharing your goals helps to build accountability and support. So when you're not aware of our self when we personally are not aware of our self-sabotaging behaviors, life can seem impossible. We can feel like we're playing a game and we don't know what the rules are. It seems like we'll never achieve the goals that we want or live the kind of life that you want to have. But when you're trying to create a change in your life, it's helpful to look at what you can control Unfortunately, your behavior is something that you can change. Learning how to identify those unhelpful patterns and how to stop self-sabotaging yourself is the key. 
So become a champion with your health and slay this crucible. Come join me and you too can experience freedom from self-sabotage and actually change your behavior. Um, I can help you as a health coach. DM me in my Crucible podcast page. And thank you so much for your time and God bless. This income testimonial is not representative of the average earnings that coaches achieve with Optavia. Only a very small number of coaches will achieve income that is within the range of this testimonial. Optavia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optavia results only from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Please see the Optavia Income Disclosure Statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. In a clinical study, the group on the Optimal Weight 5-in-1 plan lost 10 times more weight than the self-directed group. Average weight loss for clients on the Optimal Weight 5-in-1 plan is 12 pounds. References include Dr. A's Habits of Health book by Wayne Scott Anderson, Your Life book by Wayne Scott Anderson, The 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership by Jim Diethmer, Diana Chapman, and Kaylee Warner-Klemp. Lifelong Transformation, One Healthy Habit at a Time. Optimal Weight, 5-in-1 Plan. Optimal Weight, 3-in-3 Plan. Optavia, The Four Components of Our System. Optavia Coach, The Habits of Health Transformational System, Your Life Book by Dr. Wayne Scott Anderson.